fuck, dude. Everything's crazy. Everything's crazy. And you know what? We haven't even talked about anything for the podcast yet, but you, it, like, we're going to talk about some, we're going to talk about gear flipping today. I dude, mean, I don't know. We if got some exciting news. Giving up the ghost right here. Oh, do we have exciting news? Well, I don't know. I well, thought I you had it, some it exciting depends, news. It depends on perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten good results on a, an acoustic guitar. Acoustic Ooh, acoustic guitar. guitar. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. I always went cool. up into Ireland. That was great. I think, for that moment there. Ding, 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 I don't know ding, what ding, happened. Ding. What do you think is the most, what do you think is the most like, I don't know, I hate, no, people, mm. hate when people use this word, but like the most transparent microphone you could buy. Wowzers. Like without adding any kind of stuff. You're like, I'm going to record straight to this tape basically or whatever. You're saying a flat response yeah, microphone. Yeah, flat response. Thank you. I think... Many would argue a reference style microphone, including down near your left foot right now is a Pelican case. Mm-hmm. If you want to want, if you want to even pull it out, maybe I don't know if you've seen it. I think you've seen it. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your perspective, belonging to Stingray, and in it uh, is a pair of Earthworks. I believe they're DK twenty five reference mics. And those are designed specifically to measure things, measurement microphones. Oh. So those, Would anyone use those for music? Oh, I, I you bet your ass I did already. Uh, I didn't really like the results that I got, but I think that there, I could use it in a better way. I used I tried using them as drum overheads and, That's and what I was like spot recording say. XY kind of thing. Uh, I didn't. I, it could just be the way I did it or what I was trying to do. But what was very successful was using it as a measurement microphone to measure this room that we're in right now oh, for yeah. some room correction software. Nice. Yeah. Stingray. Well, un- the reason I said unfortunately is because he's. I think he's on a gig right now and like needed those back. And then, <laughs> just like the way shit worked out, he was supposed to get it. And then oh. I had. To, I went to Sox game, and then he was like, "No, I'll come get him tomorrow." And then oh. he never hit me up. And then it was the day after that, and I was already busy doing other shit. Anyways, well, sorry. Him, I'm sorry, Stingray. Knowing him, he found another another thing to use. I'm sure. Yeah, he uses those as I believe uh, room ambient mics when mm. he does corporate gigs and stuff, because I mean, you have to like record shit. And I yeah. don't know. I don't know what he does with the man, to be honest. Born All right, speeches. dude. What do you say we have a podcast? Let's do it. What podcast is this? One sixteen episode. One sixteen Gearbuds podcast. I'm Henry. Who are you? I'm Dave. Oh, hi, Dave. Dude, oh, wow. you were just headbanging to to that one. Silently which was, headbanging. It was like a silent headbang, which is kind of amazing, actually. And I think if you're going to silent headbang to anything, you might as well silent headbang to the Symphony of Correction. So let's dive in. <laughs> let's dive Here's in. your weekly reminder that cables are tone tubes. Speaking of Stingray, maybe we should get tone tubes resuscitated. You know, I'll be honest. I have had people reach out, and I just never did anything with it because it was like oh i've got too many other things going on right now but maybe we get tone tubes back back rolling again i mean you never know we've, we've got the heat the the uh, machine to shrink shrink wrap, the right? um we bought a machine so that you could oh no so that we could prototype the um different printing on oh, the yeah. labels right. of the of the heat shrink i use mine heat shrink that's my main i use mine at home all day or day don't want to rub it into our listeners who, uh, don't i know have these one, like but... exclusive things that you can't have that we're bragging <laughs> about no, we should do it. All right, fuck it. We'll get Tone Tubes rolling again. Uh, here's your weekly reminder. Here's your weekly reminder about those things uh, while I lose my ability to speak. Thank you so much for listening to this, Thanks. folks. It's uh, it's all it's, it's all nice. about you. This is all this is all for you. 
and mm, it's, it's all for really us. mostly for but us. it's we it's really for you too and so thank you for doing it with us subscribe on the stuff follow us on instagram and facebook at gearbuds podcast here's the sub subsection that has just i just like actually wrote all the things that it has in it at any time touch and tips with dave friends of the show story time with uncle hank bfi gfi <laughs> and free stuff okay so you know there's all those things that are possible in this little next section Whatever so let's just fucking do about, it bro yeah. uh bro 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 i just called you bro uh we've got the first free stuff to talk about in a little while and i don't know if that's just because people are giving away less free stuff right now or if because i uh, it's because i'm paying close of attention either way i've got a free plugin to tell nice. you about that may or may not be useless because i'll be honest i haven't actually used it yet i installed it not totally sure what it does i'm gonna tell you what it is uh this is from acoustica they released it sienna for free which is apparently Sienna. i think i think what it is is sort of kind of like the we were talking about the measurement software where like you measure your room and then it like mm-hmm. changes what you're listening to sp- specified to your speakers and your headphones and blah 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 i think this is sort of similar to that uh, it's like room correction software maybe, but I think it's also an IR loader where you can like load in impulse responses for any room you want, including like whatever, Abbey Road or whatever, and then mix in there. I think it does some stuff like that. Again, I haven't really used it yet, but the, I especially want to mention it because it's time. I don't know. It's, you've only got a couple months to do it. But when I was looking at it, first of all, you have to, have you ever installed some plugins and like you have to or any software and you have to like first install some other software yeah. so that you can install the other I, that, thing honestly man I, that's where i stop i'm like i'm not doing this there are so many that you have to do it now that i've just accepted and then it. i have and all these other like apps on my we'll check it now. out so this one was this company uh acoustica and uh i think aquarius is the name of the software that you have to use well i i installed it and i realized oh yeah that's right i already have an an account with them because when I when we had Dave Pensato on the show, if you haven't heard that, go back and listen back. to it. Maybe we should listen to it, have a little party. That'd be fun. I haven't, I actually haven't listened to it since right Been after a long the show. Time, yeah. Uh, and uh, it's in order to get his Pensato EQ, I had to sign up for an account with this thing. So I was like, okay. oh sweet, it was already saved in my machine. Anyways, I opened up the uh, this installer package to get to the other thing that I was trying to use this Sienna, uh, and it turns out that not only had I had pensado eq there was just like a bunch of other free plugins in there oh. that looked like pretty awesome i love that and you can just activate activate and activate. so i installed some of those haven't nice. tried any of them yet but i noticed that uh, on the uh sienna the reason that i haven't uninstalled it yet is be- specifically because there is a perfection slider <laughs> like you can literally go from 100 percent perfection all the way down and i have no idea what that means really yet. and so i just like the idea of anything that has a perfection slider yeah i'm i'm into i yeah i I need to know what this does. I'll throw it on. I'll throw it on the website. You throw it on this podcast.com. Right when you say the word perfection. <laughs> I don't know if it's even the sort of plugin that I can just like throw on. You know what yeah. I mean? It might, I think it might be more for like the mixing listening experience. Okay. We I don't know. know. It's got a perfection All slider. Right. All right. Uh, what do we got? Oh, this is, you know what? I'm going to say this is a BFI because this, this is something that we've sort of talked about before. I think it's interesting and um, I'm going to follow this story. So PAMA, which is the professional audio manufacturers Alliance has made like this like specific call to replace what are some frankly tough to say sometimes terms that still exist in the audio world hmm. for instance uh, master slave mm, yeah so um in, like along those lines they've put out this document now that has a bunch of these terms and it's like here <laughs> yeah. are here are the terms that we're like uncomfortable with and here are our, our proposed alternatives okay and um f- so when i went to try to go to the site I couldn't get it's a PDF. I could not get it to load. Oh. The only examples that I saw were the master slave that they've said that they were uh, proposing primary, primary secondary, yeah. which is way more 
professional. Uh, well, not even professional. It's it's just way more uh, descriptive to me. It's, yeah. it's more clear what is exactly happening here. And then male, female, which is always like I've hand soldered numerous cables and I still forget that sometimes on XLR, like which one is which. Okay. Uh, so yeah. I think I like the idea of plug and socket. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I know which one is which. Those are the two. I couldn't get the rest of the terms because literally the, the site PDF was just like couldn't load. Okay. It would not load. But um, I'm super into it because if even if it even if it, if you think oh it's cancel or whatever snowflakey, I don't I don't care about that even slightly with this. It's to me it is I want as many people who want to be involved in audio as possible. Yeah. So if you, there are terms that make you feel uncomfortable, like that are limiting to outsiders, then why not just like make them yeah. like, so that everyone can just like join in? Because, it makes it easier to understand too. Honestly. And, and, and exactly is more scientific is just like, this is, this tells my brain what that mm-hmm. is. I don't have to think about it. It's that's why one of the things I love about astronomy so much, they just name shit what it is. They don't like call yeah. it old Greek names or whatever. It's right. just like, this is the big bang. This is like, the, they <laughs> right. use the simple, most simple terms. Cause it's just like descriptive what it is. I feel that way about this too. Well, I feel Let's like it's it. a GFI then, right? Not a BFI? Oh, definitely GFI. Oh, yeah. I thought you said BFI sure. at the beginning. No, I'm sorry. If I did, that was not what I meant. <laughs> Absolutely GFI. <laughs> the hell with these good, new terms. Good, good call. <laughs> uh, here is a definitely a BFI though. And that is, yeah, old man yells at Sky. Uh, so there's, you might have run into this at some point. There's a DAW, a free DAW recording software called Audacity. Dude, I. Did you see this? I had it, or it was recommended to me before i had any kind of software oh really okay so you're familiar i remember my first time running into it now that i think about it i had one of those ion usb turntables mm-hmm. and yeah, my, I, I was like oh i'm gonna i gonna, used that didn't it i'm gonna record all my records yeah, with this and MP3. i tried it with once once and it sounded so sounded fucking like, terrible <laughs> i was like i'm never doing this again yep i, I had I, one that, that was my first no well, was, well my first adult turntable when i was like 20 or 21 i had yeah. one when i was a little kid uh, and I had to tape it. a nickel to the to the turntable arm because if it I wouldn't could tape a nickel for would, every time I had to. Well, tape no, a nickel. it would float. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, so yeah. you put a, put a little weight that on fucking it and you're arm. just scratching the shit out of your record. OK, so right. That I exactly downloaded Audacity yep. back then. I remember. And that. It, but it was like the free thing. Well, anyways, it turns out recently they um, I, I wish I had actually done some i read the article but i don't remember all yeah, the let's details just, Dude, we'll check well i can tell you exact i mean enough of it that recently they were acquired by some company several months ago six months ago something like that and uh sometime in the in the meantime they updated all their t's and c's those are terms and conditions mm, for yeah. those keeping track and the things that they, people don't pay attention to and sign anyways nobody ever ever I've never read, reads I've never that, read one. So. no of course not you you've i have things to even do. if you don't have things to do you just never read that yeah i don't feel like it it, they changed it and and now and it was and I think it was like some weird shady Russian company and changed or maybe even yeah I think it was Russian, uh, so that they could just like harvest the shit out of all of your data. It oh, was great. like real crazy, like way crazier than any normal terms and conditions. Is that Including, internet software though? Because isn't it just a hard downloaded? It's like, a software, they but they're I, I dude I don't it, yeah. All I know is that the internet freaked out about this. No shit. Because it was like real. Well, a lot bad of people use that. that. It was always recommended. That and Reaper, I think, was the other one. And right? Reaper, I think you even have to sort of pay a little bit yeah. now or something. But it's Reaper is definitely the one I would tell someone yeah. if you're like lowest cost of entry, whatever, mm-hmm. go do that. And plus, you can get free downloads and stuff. Just demo whatever you want to try. So use Reaper people, Reaper people, or Ableton, which is what I yeah. use, or Logic, like which is Logic, what you use. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of options. Uh, but what, what, what I would say is maybe trying to, to avoid Audacity because, yeah, they and so it, right before airtime here today, uh, I saw an update that they had said that they're oh like 
we didn't mean it. Sorry, but no, like they're just backtracking. They have to, yeah. Because, they have to say that. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, be a five. Maybe look into that if you have audacity. Or you or might don't even update. have update. Yeah, don't update. It's a recent update, right? You said that's a term. Within the last like six months. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that was recommended to me when I was. I think I had like garage. No, it was even before GarageBand. I had like Sonar on a PC or something like that. And I hated how it worked. And someone was like, dude, just use Audacity. It's free. And like, I think a lot of people were using it to just do a simple like, hey, here's a bass part that I'm working on or something. Or, or I mean, really, if you have just like yeah. a, a turntable, then like you, all you need is the computer right. software part. Well, that's like you creepy. have all There's the preamp a lot of people, stuff. Yeah, who weren't recording themselves. They were actually just using it for that. For that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, you know. Are people still I was trying to come up with a good, a good pun, but Audacity kind of, I guess, already is a pun. Yeah. Uh, are people, st- I, I'm so it's funny you should mention that, uh, might as well talk about it now. Mike, I think we did talk about a little bit, the 78 record that my grandfather gave me. Do we talk about this? No, I don't think so. Mm. So, uh, I don't, I, I don't, I should know more, more de- specific details, but basically the story goes that there's this record that I can show you in the other room. It's a 78, which I don't currently possess the hardware to properly play a 78. <laughs> right. I only hit mine only does 33 and a third and 45. Yeah. And, uh, but what I'm, I think I'm going to do it at 45 and then just like use my software to stretch it out. Yeah. Yeah. So my grandfather gave me this record and it's his fault. My great grandfather. So I'm Henry the fourth mm-hmm. Hank senior. Everyone called him Hank. Uh, he's re- he's singing. And for some reason you could, I don't know the exact details. I'm, I'm going to have to listen to it, but I guess my grandpa like is like as a baby is like there and you can hear him like crying oh, or wow. something. I don't really know the deal, but it, the record is wild, man. It's what kind it, of music is it? I have no idea. I would guess croony bullshit. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Dude. And that's it's a really, really rocking thick, back then. Thick vinyl, right? It's dude. It's fucking it's like a metal. Plate. Oh, it's metal. It's literally metal with and it's heavy right. and it's got this like laminated on groove sides yeah. on each thing on each side and one on one side which i don't we don't really know what's on the other side is it has like a tear in it but i think i could maybe sort of get it close the other side looks playable but it's kind of lifting so i've yeah. been afraid to do anything with it and it's just sat in the box oh, wow. since my grandfather gave it. it to me a couple at least try to do the stretch ago. out thing cool. i'm so afraid that if you i just like a regular Fuck needle would even play that thing? I don't know. That's I don't know. I, I I've never had a 78 turntable. So if any of you, you need like a Victrola or something, right? Yeah, something hand cranked. Those old school crank ones <laughs> with the horn sticking up. I would love to have that. Would me look, they would just look horn. cool in, in oh, this place, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. You know, do you remember? Have you ever interacted with Specimen? Mm-mm. Specimen is a custom guitar maker and repair shop here in Chicago. And I think it's maybe an over, okay. over in Humboldt Park. And he makes very cool very expensive guitars that mm-hmm. you've probably seen like andrew burn stuff but he makes these amplifiers that use those crazy That's, horns i have seen that yeah and uh dude, uh, yeah, dude that would be really dope. cool i'll have. be honest i had a friend that had a pair of them yeah and they are the coolest looking speakers i've ever seen in like in person yeah. probably and just also sounded like dog dick. Like they, <laughs> I, I don't know if it was these specific ones or the way it was set up or whatever. It was just like we like we both like the sound of his Sonos better. And he's like a he's a yeah. super high end professional audio guy. Plus, like, imagine gigging with that. You'd have to like take the horn thing. I'm off talking about just like his like home speakers. You know. Oh, he didn't. It wasn't the specimen. Brand. No, they were the specimen, but they were designed as like hi fi speakers. Oh, gotcha. And they gotcha. were not really good. But I uh, but I this was a long time ago and I'm not trying to disparage specimen because no, no. I think they make fucking awesome stuff, but yeah, uh, that could be one of those situations the where you just, he didn't have the right other component. It might have been, yeah, whatever, yeah. but wow. 
coolest that I've ever seen. So I guess that is. That's I'm all a into bit of shit a, that looks cool. If it if it sounds like almost books, as yeah. good and it looks really cool, it, I'm probably buying that. Yeah, I hope that it sounds almost as good. Now these ones were did not. <laughs> that's interesting. I don't even know how we got there. Audacity record players. Oh yeah, Audacity. I think hopefully Sophie. Oh, well, check your Audacity stuff. things, guys, and don't update. Check your audacity things. <laughs> Check your audacity at the door. <laughs> Check your fucking attitude and your audacity right. to be here at my door. Ooh, here's a GFI. This is something that's been going on in uh, the, the UK or the in Europe and the UK for a while. And we're just starting to get our shit together here in the old US of A around it. And this is the right to repair, which is something that we've bellyached a bit about on the show and I feel is relevant as gear buds. And, and basically this thing that we've talked about, actually, we we're talking about it recently with planned obsolescence and like getting, you know, how I'm so deeply bought into the universal audio interface mm-hmm. world that I like have to, I have to keep selling them and buying the new ones. And getting the new one. Yeah. Well, Part of that is also some, something that I and we have complained about with Apple, with Mac computers, mm-hmm. you know, like that you, you buy it and it's like you can't ever get in and replace and repair the stuff. Well, Europe has started fighting back about that. U.S. has tried to. It got really stymied. Now Joe Biden is signing an executive order. I don't know if it's happened yet, actually, around right to repair. They're kind of back coming in through the back door because it's really big with the farming industry. Like, I guess John Deere, like you can't repair any of that stuff. Really? I don't know anything about yeah. this specifically, but so it's bigger than the music about, world. Obviously. That's how they're backing into it. Right. So they, I guess they probably automotive too. would be a big for dude. They've, there have been bills that in the last year, bills came up in all 50 states because that was the thing people were trying to say oh it should be a state by state thing so then they tried to do in all 50 states lobbyists in each state fought back so hard that yeah from apple and from specifically john deere and these giant electronics company electronics companies are like no we're we don't want this so now they're going to finally sign an executive order so that we can actually start fucking repairing and like if you wanted to my macbook pro that's sitting right there that has a busted ass battery on it (laughs) right as does mine. As does yours, and I'm sure half, more than half the people listening to this or every person that's ever had one of those computers. Yeah. Now, in theory, the idea is that I just burped into the microphone, which is really oh. wonderful. Part of the show. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you got to pay extra usually for that kind of only, OnlyFans treatment. <laughs> Patreon. Go to, my, go to my OnlyFans where I just burp into the mic. burp into a mic. That's great. Oh, that's disgusting. And you know it exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- the idea is that now these companies are going to have to actually build shit so you can fix the stuff yourself. Wow. Which I'm so into. I mean, yeah. And, and I think I, I talked about it recently on here where I was, I got a quote to get my battery replaced on my MacBook yeah. and I got all excited because mm-hmm. they said it was like, I think $200. And it was way worse than that. Well, then I find out, no, it's $200 minimum. Yeah, right. But you could bring it in and they could disassemble it. And one, if something breaks while they're doing it, they're not responsible. Two, they could end up charging you like six or seven hundred dollars. It's and gonna I'm like, be so dude, expensive. I got it used on eBay for six hundred bucks. Buy a new computer. Yeah, I'm just gonna buy this a new is, one. This is exactly what this is designed right. to counteract because it's so wasteful and really expensive for us, the consumers. Yeah. Oh, the other one that uh, was the was Caterpillar. Uh, they were the other okay. one that's really that makes fought sense. hard against it. That's so interesting because I, I don't know much about um, construction equipment, but I have a lot of family who worked in that and they know they're like diesel mechanics. Basically, they know how all that stuff yeah. works. So all those guys, too, who were mechanic like have to go out of business now unless they're fixing the super old stuff. You know what I mean? Dude, you know, I did you do you know the difference between like how diesel is different than regular gasoline because i didn't until very I, recently i don't but i know it's a whole different world it's it's there are no spark plugs in <laughs> diesel engines i did not know that basically the way that you know i mean engines are so fucking complicated but like the pistons create this combustion yeah. and then like there's the 
it gets ignited. We shoot the gas in there, it gets spark, ignited with the yeah. spark plug, what all that shit. Remove the spark plug. Basically, what happens is the pressure that's created in there has to be so much higher that the combustion just happens because of the pressure inside wow. happening inside the piston. So I learned this because I guess basically it's like if you put if you put diesel engine, I can't diesel remember. If you put diesel right? full fuel in a regular car, you'll really fuck it yeah, up. But I think if you put a different size. So regular gas into fit. a diesel, it'll like it's not good for it, but like yeah, it, it'll I don't live. think it'll kill it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. That's why the nozzle is like a completely different yeah, size. Yeah, don't than the gas don't tank. do that. Yeah, <laughs> there's no spark plugs in there. It's just a completely different that. engine design. Oh, that's super interesting. Uh, yeah, whatever. We, this is what we talk about here. Let's keep it moving. Uh, ooh, we talked about right to repair. Got a couple. Well, this is these actually aren't really ads. One, I just we you and I talked about this last week and forgot to mention it. I hope I, I wonder if anybody else has seen this. Uh, Craigslist users now they make it like when you post a new post on Craigslist, they just include. As part of the thanks for posting on here's your link, they also give you easily shareable to social media. You did mention that links. Yeah. I think what is what it's Twitter, Facebook, Facebook, other social networks, or even just via email. Really smart. So yeah. it's like if you just want to post your shit straight onto your Twitter, or Facebook. It's group, so funny to right me because you you think of Craigslist and you just think like, oh, that's just how it is. That's how it's always going to be. It's how it's <laughs> right? been since exactly. like the nineties. Now there's a new feature which is literally like another period it's, like, an, it's another entry on, a, on an unordered list yeah and it's like it's game changing as far as i'm concerned i didn't even think it was a company i just thought it ran itself <laughs> dude i didn't know there's like is there a headquarters dude, Craig, for someone's bro. figuring this stuff there, out i think it is a very small it's gotta be one or two people wow. relying on donations but Craig. Even, yeah i don't think it is craig anymore i believe i believe that's craig part Jr. of the joke yeah that's so oh good. man yeah oh and also i gotta mention this speaking of groups facebook uh ugly guitars on facebook i noticed a guitar show up Th- this isn't the first time this has happened yeah but the m- first time i'm noting it on the show of someone that i know oh wow uh and i'm going to show you dave right now of their but personal guitar listening to this show their personal guitar and that right there is a, oh, an old tadpoles. fender mustang uh those are spermies yeah they are swarming swarming in towards the pick guard the beginning all of around look who's talking on this guy's on this guy's guitar tadpoles and uh and so that's interesting so that not only is it uh, my friend, it's someone that you actually haven't met in person yet because he was one of our guests uh, during Pandy's oh. times when we couldn't do things in person. And that is Sam Porter from Kali Masi. No shit. That is his Mustang that he actually has, has had completely refinished and brought back to like vintage looking. It's but that's fucking it w- gorgeous now. When it was original. When he acquired when he it for, it. I believe, obviously I would imagine via yeah. CME, uh, it was just covered in these like disgusting it looks like, hand-painted. Uh, marker or like Crayolas with the, or the shitty seymour duncan yeah. uh pickup in there but not that i think seymour duncan pickups are shitty and this guitar is shitty yeah uh he got like you know vintage i don't i think he put old pickups in there and oh, everything cool. so it looks way badass wow. shout out sam shout out Kali Masi. you hung out with him a couple days ago did now. you yeah he was he and his lady and uh, some of their friends were the first were the last people that i had like an in-person indoors hangout with before lockdown right and so I it was think good I to thought I again. saw their touring again. Something. They're touring. They like just released a new record that fucking yeah, reups. It has some stuff going on. Has some real, real beautiful graphic vinyl that you can get your hands yeah. on. Uh, so I don't know if he's going to tour that guitar because it's. I would shit. I mean, if it's still had the spermies on there, I, but now see? that it's like it's re- reverted to beautiful classes. Yeah. I don't. Know, he he's. I think that he plays his jazz master live. We'll oh, see. Okay. I don't know. Uh, maybe, but if not, go check Kali Masi on your local Anyways, tour Anyways, yeah, great music. I believe they're even going to do Europe, so uh, go That's check so that cool. shit out. Let's end it on just a, a quick little BFI here. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but as a bass boy, uh, Rick Laird uh, passed away. Yeah, yeah. So at the age of eighty, got got to shout him out because he is as he is someone that I have 
personally talked about on this show when I've talked about at least a couple Mahavishnu Orchestra records. He was a bass player in Mahavishnu Orchestra, played with Sonny Rollins and Wes Montgomery. Um, if I remember correctly, that is who Mark said he would want to be uh, if he could be any any member. Really? I, 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 oh, I think he said Mahavishnu Orchestra. you're right. He may I not have said Rick the Laird. bass player. He might have said Just like, any, any bass player. He, he was only on the first three, which are the only important ones in my humble opinion. Yeah, but he's not a monster, Sorry, monster bass player. So it wouldn't Falcon. surprise me if that is who he picked. And, yeah. Uh, Dude, but check it out. He also... So he... This is interesting. He... Uh, one of my favorite records... Uh, it's called Tony Williams Lifetime. Tony Williams, amazing drummer, played with Miles, a whole bunch of other people. One of the first big records that John McLaughlin did was, McLa- I always say it weird, McLaughlin, McLaughlin, McLaughlin I don't yeah. know, McLaughlin, McLaughlin did, was being brought to New York. He's a Brit, being brought to New York to play on Tony Williams Lifetime. And then Rick Laird was at, like went and saw them, seeing that, performance or i don't know which specific show it was he was an upright bass player that was the first time he was inspired to even pick up an electric bass right then he gets hired to play in john mclaughlin's wow orchestra um so like my my fucking my ipad's doing but he died at like you know died at the age age. of 80 yeah did a bunch of awesome stuff Um, but so this has also led me to i want to mention it because it's led me to go back and this is kind of another sub bfi uh, and cause uh, I guess John has a new record out and there, he's doing a lot of interviews and stuff. And I was reading this one interview with him and you know, man, I really hope this is true, but it also just came off so fucking woo woo and wild that I have to mention it Okay, because he, he told us in this article he's in, and I say us as in the world that are, I'm obsessed with his guitar playing. I think he's maybe one of the greatest guitar player to ever live. One of the greatest guitar players to ever live. Well, he's in his 70s now, too, and I guess he hadn't told anybody until this very recently. Now he has this new record out, which is also I want to just mention called Liberation Times, which comes a little too close to the whole like weird Eric Clapton and fucking was it was it Van Morrison? Who was the guy they made this the weird anti-vax song? Yeah. Uh, Anyways, I don't know if it's related to that, but the title Liberation Times feels a little boomery for that. Anyways, he was doing this interview and he was talking about the record, but he was also talking about how, I guess, several years ago, he was diagnosed with like really bad arthritis in both of his hands. Oh, man. And so, you know, this is, he didn't tell anybody. This is, I mean, he's, that's what he does is over his hands. He gets, starts getting shots and treatment and it's working or whatever. And then I guess, so I don't. I mean, I don't know how much you know or remember about him, but he's he's like pretty far out there in terms of like his spirituality and yeah. and especially like uh, belief system. I mean, he he was given the name Mahavishnu by his guru <laughs> and such. Right. Well, I guess he he does this like intense meditation, and he started meditating on it, and then he now believes that it wasn't like the medicine that fixed it, but it was this like intense meditation that he did, and he believes that he oh. cured himself of arthritis with meditation which i'm just like man i hope that that's true I hope it's for true. all of us yeah but that just gets so close to just being like well i want to not be sick so i can not be sick that yeah that feels really ableist to me and also just like you you were taking medicine the whole time in the beginning and you too, got and getting all the shots <laughs> so it's like you're but I don't, yeah so i i don't know i any i might i have a very very easy easy to trigger woo woo bullshit well, i'm glad it's better I'm glad it's better. I haven't been able to listen to the record yet because it's not on the Spotify things or whatever. Oh. And I've like, even though I own many of his records, there hasn't been one since like, I don't know, the early 80s that like 
I've liked, so I'm not about to buy it without hearing it first. Okay. I'm just going to say. Okay. But there are, you know, dozens of things that you can listen to from before then, should you want to, and are yeah, classics. dope. All right. Uh, you know what, Dave? I think here's the real doc where I get to say, Dave's done. I'm, we're going to have a little fun with this one. A little fun. Yeah, we're gonna have a little fun with this. It's a one. lot of fun because we've we've talked about this before, and I know I know people think they know about this, and I know people think they know some of the things that that are part of this conspiracy. But I watched hmm. a doc on did Paul McCartney really die in 1966? Wow. Okay, dude, it was really interesting. Did he? <laughs> well, just listen. So here's the synopsis. So the theory this is, is on YouTube, right? Yeah, of course. And there's a, yeah, and of course it's like you know one of these YouTube conspiracy things. But it, it came up on my feed, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that. That Check sounds really interesting because I've always heard this. And uh, if, you know, if you're a Beatles fan like we are, you've heard this. You may know some of the clues and some of the things. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go through some of the backstory and then some of the clues, which I think are really neat. So the theory is, after an argument in a recording session in, in November of 1966, Paul sped off and got into a horrific car accident, and his head was decapitated. Mm. Okay? The UK Security Service, MI5, covered this up because they thought if if it came out that Paul McCartney had died Mm. at the peak of the Beatles' success, that there would literally be just mass chaos and suicide. We've got clear motivation. Right. So the record label, apparently, and the Beatles, held a Paul lookalike contest, and the winner was a guy named William Shears Campbell, a.k.a. Billy Shears. Shears. Right. So after uh, after minor plastic surgery in 1966, uh, the Beatles taught him how to sing. act. Which, of course, the 60s were known for their top notch, top notch plastic, plastic surgery. surgery. Yeah. The, the peak of plastic surgery. Uh, they taught him how to play music just like Paul, which, of course, anybody can just play music lefty. just like Paul. Happen to be a lefty and all the instruments and act and sing and dance and all that <laughs> stuff. So, um, well, here's here's kind of the cool part. So, luckily, the Beatles had just... There's re- a cool part, all right. Yeah, luckily, the Beatles had just retired from touring at yeah, that time. Yeah, sure. And they were all set to release Sgt. Pepper's with their new look, mm. with, you know, donned in, in new garbs and new haircuts oh, and new dear. mustaches. Mm. Um, so, it all kind of came together as, like, this perfect timing for this to all happen, right? Dude, it's perfect. So, in 1967... I so so the, the rumors kind of spread a little bit. They kind of, like, went around. People kind of, like, joked about it, talked about it, whatever. Um, in 1967, there was a book called Beatles Book Monthly. It was like a little magazine that would come out. Ten and there fucking was fucking monthly books come out. Ti- yeah, that's how famous they were. A tiny article at the bottom was basically just dispelling the rumor. Like, he's not dead. Paul's alive. Yeah, Paul's alive. But it was like a little article. It wasn't like the cover of the magazine or anything. Um, then this DJ, DJ Russ Gibb, in 1969, started playing uh, some of their new records. And a college student listening to it, he, was ta- he kind of mentioned the fact that, like, Paul might have died, blah, 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 kind of moved on. And this, this college student who was a journalist was like, well, I'm going to write about Abbey Road. So instead of writing about the record, I'm actually going to write about this conspiracy mm-hmm. and kind of start this thing up. And it actually picked up steam, and it, it got spread to, like, major news things everywhere, like three years later. From Beatles Monthly. Yeah, all from Beatles Monthly from this, from this journalist, this college yeah. student journalist, right? So he spreads this uh, thing. Then people start going to like Paul's house and they're like, you know, on his farm and they're trying to like get in and he's getting pissed. He's like chasing him away. Then he's like, all right, this is crazy. I'm going to be on the cover of Time magazine with my wife. And there's a famous photo of him and his wife and their kid in uh, on their farm. And it's like Life magazine, like Uh the biggest magazine in the world. And it says like, you know, uh, I think it said something like Paul is still with us at the top or something like that. So. All right. So the rumors took it that far. So I just want to I just want to. 
I just want to go through a few of like the little rumors and why people thought this might have actually happened. Sure. Okay. So first of all, the cover of Sergeant Peppers, uh, if you have it in front of you, pull it up. It looks like a funeral already, right? You've got the flowers sort of like flowers funeral, at yeah. the bottom. You've got the Beatles kind of being as like the Paul bearers, you know, and they're all like have their hand on Paul. So that's kind of interesting. I don't think that's that big of a Paul deal. Paul bearers, that's funny. I He's like the that. only one holding a black instrument symbolizing death. Okay? Oh, God. The first, the first of many stretches Hold on. If you cope. can pause it and smoke up now <laughs> is the time, okay? Here's the coolest one. The, if, there, if you hold a mirror against the kick drum pedal on the artwork, it says the number one plus the word one, which is the 11th month, IX, which is the Roman numeral for the ninth day, and then he die. This is in the reflection on the mirror. So if you like cut the letters in half uh, horizontally, right. right? So, okay, so that's a big one. I don't know how the hell somebody came up with that one. Um, then there's a freshly buried grave in the shape of a left-handed guitar made out of flowers down by their feet. Okay, that's at the bottom of the cover. On the inside cover, Paul's wearing a patch on his shoulder that says OPD, officially pronounced dead, which was the UK term for like, you know, DOA. Uh, on the back cover, Paul's the only Beatle with his back towards us. And then George is pointing at a lyric from She's Leaving Home that says, Wednesday morning at five. Supposedly the time of Paul's death was November 9th at uh, five in the morning. And it was, and it actually was a Wednesday in 1966. Yeah. So that's kind of creepy. Side one, track one ends. You can hear the Beatles all singing Billy Shears. All right. Uh, it's day, almost like they're sp- super playing into it. A day in the life. He blew his mind out in a car. Mm-hmm. Crazy lyric from that, right? Uh, there's a thing with Magical Mystery Tour. They basically, they go through all the different albums yeah. and all the artwork. Um, I thought a really cool one was the White Album. Everyone's seen the guy. You know, or, I'm sorry. Abbey Road. Everyone's seen him walking across you know, the, the crosswalk. Paul doesn't have shoes on. You know, We've seen that. And what's really interesting is I didn't know uh, he's holding a cigarette in his right hand. He was left-handed. Mm-hmm. So that's a little weird. There's a VW Beetle in the background with the plate 28IF. Paul would have been 28 in 1969 if he was still oh alive. God. <laughs> so, so the question is, like, did Capitol Records start this rumor to sell more records? Of course. You know, there's the whole, like, playing some of the songs backwards. You can hear, um, you can hear John say, Paul's dead man, miss him, miss him, miss him. It's one of the lyrics mm. at the end of one of the songs. So they're thinking like Capitol Records might have like gone with this because you're actually getting kids to play the records backwards. You're ruining the records. Ruining it. They're going to go out and buy more it's records great for the to replace the needle them. industry. So Big needles getting flipping, involved in flipping this. Flipping crazy records and needles. And then um, basically they ended up you know selling more copies that way you could argue. So the fun thing is the second half of the video is – basically rebuttals against every single conspiracy that I just listed and it just shoots everyone down. So, you know, obviously he didn't really die, right? but it's fun to watch. Um, I, I had a great time watching it. I loved even when they just went through everything. You convinced me. I think this is like the QAnon for fucking Beatles. Yeah. Beatle maniacs. I love it. Um, Uh, I'm going to go get red pulled and pilled and go down the rabbit. I'd always heard the rumors, but I'd never known the specifics of how those rumors existed. So I thought that was pretty fun. I truly believe it must have. I mean, of course, why wouldn't the record industry want to do that? Like, like hell if they've already got like, yeah. Okay. These guys aren't going to tour anymore. Let's figure out how much, how we can make some more money off of them. Like it's a thought. It's a thought. It's also like, 
they're, they're not that smart to really come up with all of these True. little details. Yeah, well, you know? the, I was thinking like the graphic designer must have been fucking brilliant when they were laying that record out. If like they were, if that's really all that shit was intentional. Right. Oh my god! Or you see the the B sides from all the other photos they took, and like that just happened to be the one they used. Yeah, right. So course. that's really what actually yeah. happened, and so it's kind of fun. They shot it down. Um, I really liked the quote. They said, "Clues are only clues if you're looking for them." You know, so like, how stoned are you? How how are you really wanting to believe like? that, you know, John is saying all this stuff. If you play the record backwards, like you can yeah, hear it. You want to believe you're going to hear it. Cause that's what you want to hear. So I thought it was a super fun conspiracy doc. I totally recommend it. it. Um, I gave it eight out of 10 walruses mm. and, uh, there so you have it. Folks. He is the walrus. If you want to find it, it's on YouTube. It's called did Paul McCartney really die in 1966? <laughs> the history of the conspiracy theory. That's your Dave. Oh my God. I wonder, how many views did it have? It had like a few million. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, nice you want to send send that to your friends too. Yeah, send friends. it to everyone. Uh, man, you said so. You you mentioned, and I'm glad you used the word. You said you're flipping records, and one at one point that was that was how I was going to create this little mental transition to our next section here because I've been flipping out, Dave. Yeah, and I don't know if that's true or not, but I just felt like saying it because flipping out. Well, huh? I don't know. I've just been thinking about flipping the idea of flipping gear, and then now things are just like falling out of my lap. Right. And other th- other things have happened in this gear world right now. And I just want to talk about it a little uh, about it a little bit. So let me um, let me know. Let's let me get into flipping what here. So, well, first of all, I don't know if you saw this. There was a, this is kind of just almost tangentially related. But uh, Julian's just had this massive guitar auction recently. And it wasn't just guitars. It was a lot of gear stuff. They did five million dollars in three days, including five charvel uh, eddie van halen like stage played and signed wow. guitars I, which i think might have been the ones that you and i talked about as a bfi i don't know specifically but i think they were when we we're i think it was wolfgang was talking about how like everyone's just like selling these guitars now that eddie died and like most yeah. of them were not actually played by him but like he was he would just like sign stuff because he's sure. a nice guy i think this might have been related but anyways there are five eddie van halen there was a prince blue cloud from 1984, uh, made by Andy Beach, that sold for two hundred eighty-one thousand uh, dollars, which was five times the original estimate of sixty thousand. There was a 1995 Telecaster uh, that was played and signed by Tom Petty, which sold for thirty-seven thousand dollars. That's a 1995 Tele. Jeez. And there was also um, this is actually wow, great connection here. Didn't intend it. A court GA-MEDXOP acoustic guitar signed by Paul McCartney. And Idris Elba, okay, which sold for twenty two thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, I have a court at my parents' house. I b- I believe I it's did a know fine that. guitar. It's worth about a hundred dollars. We'll get Maka and fucking yeah. Idris to co-sign. I bet that Idris signature is really, really. Dude, we've talked it. about how, so much on the show how signatures actually typically devalue, devalue the, except for Beatles in the instrument. Stuff. Well, in the instrument world, unless you're a, a collector of such specifically, signatures. yeah, right. Which is when you're going to go to Julian's. Well, there's been a guy on Craigslist uh, who's been selling a Squire with, uh, I think, Paul McCartney's signature. On oh, really? It. He's trying I must to get have like blocked it. I don't he's even trying to get that. like you know three thousand dollars for it or something. It's a Squire Strat. I'm like, all right, man. So that's fun. Yeah. Julian's man, if you've got that kind of money with 5 million, three days. So this sort of slightly leads into this next thing, which is flipping gear. Yeah. And just how, what's going on. Just right buying now. it and selling it. Just buying it specifically to sell it. Sure, sure. Sure. So first of all, let me just say this. I mean, th- I don't know that I would say that I'm flipping things, but I have been on a hot streak of selling things. That's not lately. flipping it. You've owned pretty much everything you've sold recently. Okay, so that's a that's a good point. Do you feel that flipping is something that's that is very quick? Flipping is buying it to intentionally sell it for a better price, which, you know, 
to be fair, I think I sent you like two ads yesterday. Um, may or may not have been stolen items, but it was like a, a Rickenbacker. Somebody was trying. I to sell wanted to bring that up. That Ricky was like a fourteen four thousand three. I mean, even if the guy was like for, at least fourteen hundred on the low end. Yeah, right? fourteen hundred on the low end, maybe eighteen on the high. But you know, let's say fifteen hundred bucks, and yeah. the guy was selling it for eight fifty. It's like this has to be stolen. There's no I hit way him up. he never replied. Yeah. Yeah. So well, maybe someone else snapped it up. And then I think that's I saw worth like a quick a, trip out to Indiana. I saw that me. SG for sale on. Uh, Which Reaver. one was that? There was one photo of it. I sent it to you yesterday. I wonder if it didn't go through because you never responded. And I'm thinking. Which one was it? It was like a, it just it was labeled as Gibson Les Paul sixty reissue, um, and it was the uh, it was the cherry SG with mm-hmm. like the tailpiece and everything. I don't think I saw that. And you know those go for like fifteen hundred or something, mm-hmm. and they were asking eight hundred shipped. It was like, and I think and it was another dang, country, oh, but there was no photos. Whoa. And I even messaged and I was like, hey, do you have any photos? Yeah. Like, you know, and the guy didn't write back. Or and then right. it was gone. Somebody gone. bought it. I mean, Reverb, you're, you have buyer protection on stuff like mm-hmm. that. So you're, you know, you're probably not going to get screwed. Well, uh, you don't always, man, especially if you go to do yourself a local deal. Well, you know? that'll, that'll hurt you. But I, but to answer your question, I think yeah. flipping is when you intentionally buy something just for the sake of, you know, selling it immediately. Okay. So you're, you're basically not blaming someone if they happen to have bought a thing that then just like became way more valuable look i'm not blaming anybody and i mean i think i think at the end of the day Mm -hmm. you're allowed to sell anything that you own and if you don't do the research for how much it might actually be worth yeah that's up to you as the seller um maybe that guy really wasn't a jam with that rickenbacker and wanted to sell it for 850 Mm -hmm. i think he still could have got a thousand for it i I would have paid a thousand no question yeah that's kind of the thing so you know stuff like that is just weird is it driving up the market I don't, you know, I don't think so. You know, if that, if that was a part of the question, I don't know, but check this. So, well, before we get to that, I want to address that specifically because I discovered a couple things I had not heard about. Uh, But so I just want to say, I've been selling stuff lately and Mm -hmm. like I sold that, I don't know if, I think I even told you, I sold that Yamaha um, tape machine that I had, that little cassette recorder. Oh, I didn't know that. Because I just like have too much. I have an eight track too. I don't know using it. Um, I'll probably sell the eight track too. Um, I sold that, but it's like that. It was weird because that one I had been on my on our GearBuds Reverb shop yeah. for a long time, for like six months, I think. N- you know, a bunch of watchers, but no one ever actually made an offer or anything on it. And then right after I sold that, and then right after I listed my the Mogerfoger analog delay, I got a wonderful, just a very reasonable offer for that too. And now that's already sold and cash is in, is in my pocket. The reason I bring that one up is. Because this flipping thing, I sold it for, I'm not going to get into specifics on either side, but I sold it for a lot more than I originally mm-hmm. paid for. And it's yeah. not like I'd paid a tiny amount of money. No, I paid more than it was new. When you bought it. Yeah. And it, like you told me when I got here, it was more expensive when you uh, bought it used than it was in the brand new market. Exactly. Anyways. Right. Yeah, so. so and But I've had that pedal for several years. Yeah. I always... <laughs> I put that. I had the thing on my fucking pedal board for yeah. like a year, which or more, which is insane. Um, but I've had that pedal for years, and then it just so happens to like, you know, I was just we as we've been talking about a lot and paying attention to just seeing how high the market is on stuff right now. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna put it up on Reverb for like what I think is frankly kind of a ridiculous price, and then in less than a day, it's already sold. Yeah. Well, and when you look at you know Reverb now has the 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 range of what it thinks things are worth, you know, in the in the fair to mm-hmm. you know excellent condition. And I listed it well above what they and listed. And there were as, a like, lot of people fair. asking twice as much as you got for yours. Well, on there. I think you might have seen. So there's the the super delay, which is okay. It, it basically lets you go do longer delay times, okay. and that one does an go for feature. like. Because they only, they only made a couple of them, basically. That one that does go for a bit more. But, yeah, I mean, all day, that you're seeing them for, like, $2,000, yeah. which is fucking crazy. 
crazy. You know, and we've still a delay pedal when it comes down to it, right, people? Well, yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's bananas. I, but I also, it's like I can't bite the hand that feeds because I, at this point, like I, I was just sort of sitting on that pedal, thinking I would probably sell it, and then I was like, okay, yeah. well, I guess I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, and I've been getting, I've been getting offers on that Explorer as well. Like, people are. I think what I'm, what I'm trying to get around to is that not only are prices at all time highs in many instances people are also willing to pay yeah really high prices yeah. for stuff right now think and, and i hope that it's not always just with the idea of flipping or just with the idea of like sitting on it and then making money on it themselves as an investment right because right. like part of the investment thing is well first of all you have to be willing to sell it second you have to be able to buy it low and sell it for a higher price so yeah. that's not if you're all if you're paying what i think is pretty much top dollar right now i don't know how much higher or it's if you're willing go. to sit on it for as long as you think it's gonna like there's a lot of people who have things up for outrageous prices yeah. and you look at it and you're like well that's just never gonna dude sell. and sitting on stuff is super risky sometimes yep. especially when it's new check this out i don't know if you saw this Squire last year, I believe. Yes. The 2020, their paranormal series, which mm-hmm. is, you know, they always do like the weird. I think they're cool. They're fun. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Okay. So they, there was a baritone jazz master that they mm-hmm. made that were, was $350. Those things became in such high demand that on reverb immediately people were buying them and then immediately listing them for over nine and selling for over $900 yeah. new fucking Squires. There was yeah. a baritone telly that they again same deal selling all day selling? for over eight hundred bucks, wow. twice the original asking price. Yeah. Well, I bring this up because now Fender has just announced like yesterday that they're bringing them fully into their full time line. Oh, it's going to re- back at those low prices. So anybody that, that was buying these and flipping them or trying to flip them and like is, are still sitting on them at these high prices, you're fucked right now because yeah you're not going to get that price ever no, again. No, and if you assuming you want to sell it and you're not just going to use it. You Which know. is but that when you're buying something and then immediately shows up for $900, that's that's specifically Dude, what we're talking I've, about. Here. I've heard stories. This hasn't happened to me, but this happened to our good friend Paul who was on here before and he was flipping guitars like at a pretty rapid rate, you know, he would get them, but he was also getting he was selling to people who were flipping and he started mm-hmm. to kind of know the same some of the same buyers and stuff like that. But he had a guy once who bought something from him and just used his photos to relist it at a higher price oh, yeah. before the item even came to the guy's house. I, I think we might have even Probably talked about that. Probably didn't even take it out of the box. And I'm and I'm perfectly okay with that. I mean, I think it's a little weird, but it's you know. weird, but it's your thing. Like you bought that. No, once you now, buy so it, it's yours. Yeah. Also, using your pictures. Like, <clears> come on, I don't know if I've ever done that, but I mean, if if they were great <laughs> fucking photos, which I they probably weren't like the like world class, like the best photos ever taken. Actually, I don't know. that did happen to me once. Really? Yeah, with a Harmony. I bought a Harmony they rock your guitar. They used my photo. I sold the body to this guy yeah. who didn't want it. He li- Well, I don't know if he was lying, but he's like, he tried to do this thing where he paid me for it, and he's like, he bought it, and he was like, dude, uh, you know, this crazy, I just got in this crazy car accident, and I need, like, the money or something. Something happened. His mm-hmm. wife probably got pissed that he, mm-hmm. you know, bought the thing. And I was like, sorry, dude, like, you bought it. I'm not just going to give you money back out of my account and, you know, whatever. So as soon as he got it, he re- he listed it with my photos, which I was like, I guess I didn't care that much. But at the time, it was funny to notice that. Like I saw the picture up on Reverb, and I was like, "Oh, that's maybe it was too painful for him. He didn't. He couldn't even bring himself to open up your package. Maybe his arm was like broken or yeah, something. Yeah, she broke the shit. Yeah, she broke it, dude. So um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a really interesting. Check this topic, out. I right? found another one too. <clears throat> this was actually I seen a few now a few stories about it, but I was I was actually reading about it on gear page yeah i think the gear page so there was last year maybe two years ago 
Boss came out with a Waza pedal, which is like their Waza craft. They're sort of yep. like boutique high end right, versions the of Japanese stuff. stuff. They came out, but it was the only. It wasn't actually a Waza craft version of anything else. It was. It was just a tone bender. It was the TB two W tone bender that they made in collaboration with Sola Sound. I bet famous that sounds pretty cool. Tone bender makers, of course. I mean, yeah. tone benders are fucking dope. There's one sitting right over here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and it's a t- Mark II, which we've talked about. I think that might have even been our, our good buddy Soren Youngberg from Carl Martin Effects' uh, right. favorite. Um, well, so they made this pedal, and it was very expensive for a Boss pedal. There were only 300 made, and they were $349, just like a standard little small Boss pedal, but they had these special you know, hand-selected germanium transistors, all this shit. Well, those things are now listing for over $3,000 at some point, mm-hmm. and... I so I came across this one story where okay so um this was actually talked about in a couple places you might have even come across some gear tree or there's sometimes firehouse music on reverb yeah like a big seller this guy posted the story that I read they sold it to him for 499 so 150 bucks above re- new retail okay they sold it to him UPS shipped it out they must have figured out that it had started going for much more created a UPS stop shipment after this guy already bought it from them, Whoa. had the pedal returned to them, wanted a refund, refunded him immediately relisted the pedal for 1499. Whoa. Yeah. So they sold it to this guy for 500 bucks, realized that it was actually worth more while it was in transit already in d- deal. Of transaction had been done uh. in transit. UPS stop shipment. They must have found out like within 24 hours or something. Yeah. Right. And then, and well, then here's a little, they, but they'd already listed it higher than, yeah. as, you know, normal. But then they were price. like, Oh, we can make more. So that is well, fucked. I would say this. Me. I'm so, I would say I would, this. I would lose my shit. Something I never do is when I sell something, I don't, after I sell it, I don't go look up the prices immediately of what it, unless you did yeah, the research beforehand. Right, I know. I don't go, oh, like, how did I miss this? How much more could I have made? Yeah, or... like, that's just, you're just going to get bummed out. And please don't stop shipment. That's, oh, I'm the, sorry, dude. The stop shipment thing, up. that was wild to me. And it's not even like it was just like a one man. I'd leave them band. a negative review for that, man. Yeah, their gear tree is a big thing. And they, yeah. I mean, there's like screenshots of emails and all yeah, throughout wow. the, the thread about this. And then I think, I don't know if this Guitar World article also, also, also mentioned that, but dude, it's crazy. And it made it all the way to Guitar World magazine? Oh, yeah. I don't know if that thread was, but there, yeah. the, there was an article about specifically about this in about Guitar World as well. Wow. No, I haven't Crazy. heard of anybody doing that before, man. Yeah. Like, oops, I should have sold that with an should extra. Should have sold it for more. But this it's this flipping thing yeah. that it's like, well, that's how, I guess, how some people are trying to it's, make their money, which that's a little is for us there. totally inflating our, our gear market, which in some ways does help because then we can sometimes, if you have a good thing to sell, yeah. then you can make more on it. But if you're trying to get a good thing, you're so. And I, I also think just, Dude, the guy who sold it, he knew it was worth more, but or lady, I don't know. Um, they knew it was worth more, but do your research before you sell something. Dude, you you got to know what it's worth before you put it. I saw someone flipping a pedal on Craigslist today. No, I, I just saw the note I left. Um, actually, uh, when we had Eli from Smoking Popes on the show, he was yeah. talking about Drolo effects, and he brought oh. when he brought his pedal board over, he had some of their pedals on, and I had never heard of their stuff. Yeah, really interesting, highly digital, crazy out there stuff. Uh, there's this new, I think it's called oh, the Stretch Weaver. Currently for sale, uh, I think two forty nine. I believe it's a European company. Two forty nine, two forty nine euro. So maybe like three hundred fifty bucks shipped or something like that. Mm. Uh, he has it for sale for six hundred bucks on the on Chicago Craigslist right now. And it's like, well, I guess maybe there is someone out there that like this very limited thing that takes a while to get to get in the states. Like maybe, 
maybe that's not flipping at that point. I was yeah. thinking like it is, I mean, it isn't a way cause it's like a brand new pedal. And so you just got it, but maybe he doesn't love, love it. Or maybe whatever. he didn't love it though. Yeah. But then, but then to then now ask for 250 bucks, probably at least maybe 300 bucks yeah. more double what you paid for it right away. That, that, that might constitute flipping. I don't know. I don't know. But I, is flipping bad? Is like, is, is flipping bad? Yeah, I mean, I guess I was. There are whole that podcasts and shows that like build their story around that. I mean, I we can. I can only speak, one. speak on gear. Um, specifically oh, yeah. to music. We but can like, speak f- flipping gear. Yeah, flipping gear is no. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I think. I think that what that guy did was shitty when they tried to get the, the gear tree thing. The gear tree Re- thing was yeah, shitty because that's a little extreme. But like to buy something and just sell it immediately. I don't know if that's what you want to do with your spare time, and if and if you think it's worth that. And you're willing to sit on that for that long, like say say you list it for six hundred bucks above MSRP mm-hmm. or, or above what you paid for it, and you just sits there. I mean, that's on you now. You know, now it's just sitting in your unless you're turning over tons of gear, mm-hmm. you're just going to sit with that. You know, with that sitting in a room or whatever. Yeah, and we all list. We do the thing where you list at a slightly higher of price, course. so you can do the price reduction. This, that's and it the makes game. it look good. It's, it's like great. Oh, 20% you got a fifteen percent, twenty percent lower. That's yeah. great. But there is a difference between that and then like this boss pedal, which is now fetching ten acts. Yeah, from, you know that's wild. For, yeah, Did they only make a few. of they them? They only made three hundred, which is yeah. I. You know, that's part of it, but it's that's still. I mean, it's still a tone bender. You know, right. But yeah. I guess part of it too is probably that boss does have collectors and completionists and people. Mm-hmm that aren't just using them to make sounds people that just like have a boss collection and oh yeah just have the thing oh you yeah know? just like collecting legos or he-man exactly. or anything like that yeah i think dave uh, i believe we talked about this last week what? but there is no s in lego okay oh right collecting legos you can't say that lego or lego bricks what if you have a pile of legos like in you have a, a pile of lego or lego bricks really yeah okay lego bricks i apologize henry we've i mean this is now twice that i've hit that i've had to <laughs> really good i'm just doing it on purpose now all right okay speaking of this is fun i like this one i've got one more semi-related this could have honestly this could have been in the bfi but this feels like flipping to me okay did you see the joe bonamassa nft which is not a sentence i ever in a million years would have guessed i I could i could say okay so mr boner massive himself joe bonamassa has an nft currently uh it's up for auction until july 31st i believe let me check my notes here indeed uh via heritage auction what is it well let me tell you dave <laughs> it's a it's a number of things actually okay so it's an nft first of all yeah which if you don't know what that means go, go back, back and listen to that episode yeah that's a fun one non-fungible token i got to explain at the beach to a lawyer what oh nfts boy. were on sunday did you just he, you should very, just put on the episode I, I told him to listen to it he was he really asked me about it uh so it's an NFT sold by Joe Bonamassa with a 1959 Gibson Les Paul Sunburst. Oh. A 1963 Fender Vibroverb. The song Broken Record, which Joe wrote and recorded specifically for this NFT. And when I say the song, I mean you get the full get the publishing s- you get rights. The stems and the you rights fucking and own Broken Record by I'm, Joe Bonamassa. I'm listening. Four meet and greet passes a year. Holy shit! And like a, a bunch of other stuff, well, special the, videos and stuff. That's like maybe. not really an NFT then. It's just like you're just buying a bunch of cool shit that you, only you own. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think there there think, might be some digital like maybe video component well, we, or something. We were kind of talking about that with like the Kings. Of it's Leon just thing. a fucking they were, like, auction. They send you the record with the hard copy with yeah. the actual song. Uh, but but 
how much is it? Is but no, I think with that with that NFT, there were only a certain like it was which oh, only yeah. however many were sold during that time. So there was like a certain limited digital collectible which, aspect. By the to way, it. my friend bought one and oh, never yeah. got the record. I bet it's yeah, it hasn't never, even come out yet. Never got the hard copy. I think I think I remember reading that it wasn't coming until August. Oh, maybe that's it. Or maybe that maybe I'm so I don't know. so okay. But there's a but there's a, a fifty nine Les Paul in the mix. Like, but that's okay. So first of all. Which Les Paul? Because you know it's not the good one, and he's got a number of them. Oh, yeah. So, like, I don't know how many the dude's got. At least maybe 10 or something. Also, yeah, what constitutes a 50 What if it's all just stripped and gutted? And- no, I saw the picture. It's okay. all original except for they have uh, the um, tuning pegs disintegrated oh. like they all do, so yeah. they had to like re- do okay. replacements on that. Uh, but uh, it's all ori- the original. That's a hell of a guitar, then. 63 Vibroverb, which is yeah. a I believe blonde Love amp. It. Yeah, that Love would be it. pre-blackface. Yep. Maybe brownface? I'm not sure. It could be blonde, though. 63 was blonde. Yeah. Uh, and then the song, Broken Record, with all the rights. So I it's like want that. the person could just like keep the song for So it's like Joe made it and like maybe the producer heard it and then like you're the third person you that's could, ever like, heard the song. You could like remix it. You could do anything you, you want. You could to sell it. He could, yeah. he, they could go out and put it make a record like print a record they could put and it on their it. own record they could change the name to yeah broken boners you could change it to like henry bianco's record and just have it it'll be my first hit <laughs> i mean 350 seems like a low that's what that's where bidding is right now i don't know if anyone's actually bidded yet Three hundred fifty thousand. yes correct yes, of course. uh i don't, know, sure, I don't I mean, know if look, that's, i don't know if that's the opening you could argue that is. the guitar alone is worth 200k could be you know you could argue that even more maybe maybe depends uh if you're willing to break up that whole NFT, but this package. is funny because I was like, I was waiting for you to be like, it's a GIF of him like running down the street. Or I something wish or playing guitar like a. a I still, video. but to your point, I don't. It's like that's not. It's what just, part of that is an NFT? It's just an, a Joe Bonamassa. It's auction just an auction that is because people are interested in the term wow, NFT right now. That's actually pretty clever. But the, then it comes with the digital, like the rights to the song. Yeah, which, which you could technically crazy. sell if you wanted on an auction. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so sell it back to Joe. How, what, he'll how be much like, you want how, for yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Tell me, tell me what it's going to take to get that broken record back. Dude, you know what I would do? <laughs> I would totally like, you know, put it into my own mixing board and everything. And then I would just add like weird like noises and farts and animal noises and stuff. Just and like, then release it like that. soundboard. Like, and be like, and release it as like Jobo's new hit and check it out. And it's like everyone gets to hear it, but it's all fucked up sounding. Then he'd probably want to buy it back. I was wondering if he, because uh, like, it would be funny to then, like, the picture, like, the album cover would be of him, but, like, with dicks on his face or something. Yeah. But it's like, no, I think like, that's, like, could, that's pretty libelous at that point. Yeah. Right? Like slander. Kinda, yeah, slander. But, but you could definitely mess with the song. Add, like, envelope filter on everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I wonder if, I wonder if the stems must be. Yeah part of the pack and this is no hate to jobo i mean he's an amazing dude i heard he's a really it's nice we're punching guy up we've yeah we've yeah. talked about this a lot i mean the dude, he's a nice guy he's never gonna hear this it's no. fine and if you do i mean i would love to talk to we'll you tag him in the, I think in the description everything that we've said has been uh, but i think actually what he did was pretty spirits. smart because the word nfts is really hot he just yeah. auctioned off a bunch of cool shit totally all right i love it is auctioning i don't know if it's actually gonna sell or not we'll see and it is and it is kind of presumptuous to be like not only does someone want this burst and this sweet old amp but like also I'm going to give you my original song yeah, with it. Yeah. Cuz that's as that's what you're here for, right? right? Yeah, I mean, you got to think the amp's probably only worth 3 4 grand tops. Right, exactly. You know. Um but the guitar, I mean, if you're a serious collector, I don't know. 
Yeah, I've seen those go for over two hundred all day. So yeah, that's yeah. fine. I don't know. I don't know what the burst market is at this exact moment, but when I was last ha- had my finger on that pulse, it was yeah over. I also 200, I no also question. don't know if you have to pay like is it like eBay where you have to pay like another fee because you bought it through them? And dude, like I was taxes ask, I was asking the the lawyer guy, but I was like, dude, you know, because he owns some law firm up in I'm Ann sure Arbor. The, the website that you're selling it through has got to make. Well, some I was money like, who? It. Yeah, I mean, someone there has to be lawyers already specializing in this. He's like, yeah, yeah this is kind of like why I was interested in. It. I was you know trying to learn what's going on. Though. Like, it's like, I was like, it's a good, that's a good opportunity for you, for you right there. Cause I mean, all the arbitration and stuff that's happening. Cause yeah. Yeah. It's all, Where anytime there's new stuff lines? or like, or, or any crypto, like yeah. how, even like my, when I went to my accountant, he's like, yeah, we can, we like know how to, we sort of know how to like, if you, if you sell it, but we don't really know what to do about if you buy it yet. Yeah. Like, or if no you lose rules. it. Yeah. Or if you, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if the person who we runs the exchange gets killed and then there's yeah. just like billions of dollars in value just right, vanish right wow that's super interesting though man go joe i like go how you threw the curve on it threw man. the that's curve cool. on it i think man i honestly i feel like that's it yeah I feel like that's i feel like we covered so much i have one more thing to say that i forgot what to did mention. you forget um and you can tack this in the middle Let's if do you it. want during dave's yeah. docs but at the end of dave's docs or whatever but there were two things that you mentioned summer of soul which i really want to watch yeah have the you quest love doc i have not seen it okay yet. i haven't watched it either it's on hulu and i think it's out now it came out like july 2nd it's out. or something and then I don't I don't know how maybe I I don't know maybe you texted me about this but I don't know how you I haven't heard about this until yesterday. Have you heard of 1971? I don't think so. It's called The Music That Changed History 1971. It's a it's like a multi-part docu-series on Apple Plus. And really? it's literally about Dude, the I year, have Apple Plus. It's literally about the year 1971 and all the songs and all the music and all the bands oh, and I... all the Jim I have Morrison a second thing to watch on that now. And like all this stuff, man. I watched Ted Lasso and then I was like, oh, I've still got like another free 11 and a half months okay. of this. I'm glad you didn't mention it to me yet because I would have felt really dumb if you're like, dude, 1971? That's been, it's been out since like May, I guess, oh. or at least June. So I'm surprised I haven't watched it yet. I've, I've got a new thing that I'm going to have on. But it's like a multi-part series. I, th- I think it's like eight episodes or something. Sounds perfect for like, I'm going to pop in and out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So 71. Look forward dude. to that. Maybe Super duper Dave's doc. Yeah. Look, it's like, it's going to be like, I feel like there was like a Sinatra one or something where you watched yeah. like one of four and you're like, yeah. oh, I don't know if I'm ever going to come back uh, to that. Guys. Yeah. I think, I think the longest one I've ever watched was like the Tom Petty one was pretty long, which was excellent. Wasn't it like four hours It's or like four hours. It's yeah. excellent though. Cause he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, 1971. How I, long was the Grateful Dead one? That was super long too. That was, um, well, the, the real Grateful Dead one is like, I want to say it's like six hours or something. There was like some newer, but then there was the Bob out. Weir one that came out. Oh, right. Which the is, rat, which rat is also like, it's called like the other guy, the other guy. Yeah. Which is also like a, a really good, just Grateful Dead documentary, but uh-huh. it kind of focuses more on Bob. Was more. it, was the long, is long strange trip or something like that? Was that the uh, multi-part dead one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that was it. I think I put on like the first one and then it, it literally the is like, of the it's like, like when oh they were God, teenagers and you're like, so okay, much. dude, this is so much. I actually did learn a lot from that. I didn't know those guys practiced like seven days a week, 11 hours a day. Yeah. Just non fucking stop practicing. And That's how you can get to that level of it's so cool. improvisation so as they a group. Were, they weren't slouches. It wasn't just the acid guys. I wish acid could just like make, make me you that a good. super. Oh it's like God. steroids for music. Yeah, well, you I still guess, gotta work out in steroids, but like right, exactly, is, you, you know. can recover more quickly. I yeah, I don't know well, what would what is. I mean, we, I've, never tri- I've, never tr- I've never tried heroin, but yeah, weed is definitely pretty. <laughs> Some people would argue heroin. I don't know. I 
don't think that would help me, but I don't, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to try I, it. I, I said I'll try anything twice. I don't know if needles are involved. Yeah, I'm in that good on not. that, homie. But uh, yeah, you're, you've got to keep that shit on the straight and narrow, yeah, my friend. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, thanks for letting me jump in there. Dude, love it. When you know what? I forgot man? to mention that. We've, there's always time for more Dave's Docs. Yeah. I mean, I jumped all over the top of Dave's Docs. No, dude, and and check out that Paul McCartney conspiracy. Check, go really check fun. that Macca, and if you've it, and after you check that Macca, if you've made it this far, well, go make some music. Damn right.